Oh yeah. Oh yeah, Mike, Mike check. Mike check. You gonna say anything? I thought you were gonna spit. I was gonna that's probably nah, before. Man. I thought you were like, you know, turn me up a little bit more. Alright, here uh, I go. Yeah, yeah, yo, check it. Uh I move bricks. I sell thick bitches. Nah, I don't know. <laughs> Coming to you live from Ed's living room, you're listening to State Your Take. If I ever start rapping about moving bricks, I need you to kill me. I, I mean, need you. I need you to end my life because I've I've clearly gone off a deep end and I'm in trouble. Yeah, like you be shepping like Liarsville. <laughs> I, I don't know why you lying like that. Talk about you moving bricks like that. That that dude don't move not a one. I don't unless know. unless he starts construction. <laughs> I know about it. Maybe those are the only kind of bricks I'm working. You working at Lowe's? Yeah, that, I mean, that actually, you know what? That's a comedy. I mean, that's yeah. a that's a movie right there. That's yeah. a that's a CB4 sequel right there. It is. I mean, I thought we already had the CB4 sequel. Same Rick Ross. Oh boy. Okay. Uh, hey guys, thanks for checking us out again. State your take, Ed, Aaron. I'm Aaron. I'm Ed. We should have did that in reverse. I mean, it's cool. Like they get they get it. They should get it by now. Did you realize that we are now nine episodes away from our 100th episode? Nah, I haven't really been counting that much. Okay, well, I'm telling you, we are nine episodes. This is episode 91. Damn. Yeah. We had big plans for our 100th episode before the pandemic happened. Yeah, we did. We were going to do a live show. We were going to have people. We were going to do merch. Yep. It was going to be great. It was. But now we're not allowed outside. Barely. I mean, we can go outside for like groceries. Groceries. We can get gas. Um, you know what? I think maybe what if we did do a live show, but we just had it outside? We could still do that. Uh, we could. I just want to touch anyone. I don't want to touch it, and it's hot. Nah, that's about it. Yeah, it's yeah. We can't. It's too hot for that here. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at State Your Take, and check out our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. You can search for it, or you can check out the highlights in our Instagram page. It's there. Um, leave us a review on Apple. If you have an iPhone, if you have an Apple account, leave us a written review. We'll read it on here. We'll be your best friend. Give us five stars. Yeah, we will read it. Um, how's your week so far? Um, it's been okay. Like I'm almost done with my puzzle. You got a cool puzzle going on. It's, uh, what is it? The, it's, uh, the, it's the GNC in uh, Greece, right? Yeah. It's, I'm a puzzle guy now. How many pieces is it? A thousand. Thousand puzzle pieces, and you're doing it by yourself, or are you and Amanda doing it together? She put like one piece in, so it's a collaborative effort. Yeah, so I did like I'm gonna do like nine hundred and ninety nine nine hundred ninety nine pieces. And she got the one. Yeah, so that's how it's going. Well, I mean, it's not complete unless it's yeah, much like yourself. You were not complete until she came and put her the one piece, piece of the puzzle. Yeah, yeah, it's metaphoric. <laughs> did you watch Fight Island last night? I did. What are your thoughts? I real did. quick. I mean, I was cool. Um, I thought Holloway got robbed, but. Um, every fight turned out the way like, Usman won. Yeah, I mean, Masvidal is a good fighter, but I just I didn't, I didn't know he was MAGA. I mean, I didn't know that. Did you know that? I don't care, honestly. I it's, mean, in terms of like Usman versus Trump guys, he's 
two he's and oh. two and oh yeah like now he's two and oh he's really killing it out here maybe that's his new gimmick yeah, like I'm just gonna like I, I I'm a I'm a I'm a racist basher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he, that's what he's gonna do now. But I, nah, I mean, I don't know if he's really mad as much. He just doesn't care. Like I think he's a, I think he's a fan of I think he's I think he's a fan of what Trump stood for. Mm. Like I, I guess that like that bravado shit, which I also don't understand. But I mean, some people some people just like his energy, which I just don't understand. I mean, I it's better than. Nah, fuck it. I can't understand it. I don't. I, I can't even explain <laughs> this shit at all. I don't know why you fuck with that dude on any level. But I mean, it's whatever. Did uh, you um, like? Do you think that they're gonna do more of these Fight Island? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so it, it went off pretty well. It's honestly like, in terms of holding sporting events, it's like the best idea that I've seen because you don't have like teams that are going. I mean, you have. The, I guess you have a team of like trainers and stuff like that, but it's one fighter. Like you have one fighter going over there into yeah. Fight Island, and so I, honestly, it's, it's, I don't think anything should be going on. But it's the best way I've seen to do it. And he and now he he live out his dreams of being that guy into the dragon. Yeah. Uh, which guy? They know like they know why he's the villain in the dragon. Like hey, everyone comes oh, to the island and they okay. fight. I got you. Yeah, yeah he's 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 a guy from the dragon. All he needs is that that claw. That's all he needs. Yeah, he needs he needs to cut his hand off. Yeah. Um. I thought it was cool. I didn't watch it, but I think it's a cool concept. Um, I've been watching a lot of updates from the bubble, the NBA bubble. Oh, those have been fun. Um, lo- seeing a lot of fishing, seeing a lot of people, um, you know, giving tours of their their rooms. I've seen um, some of the food plates. Yeah, the plates have they look, been. They look sad. Like these are athletes, man. Yeah the 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 WNBA one looks particularly sad. Did you see why that they, one? Why the why they keep doing them like that? Man? It looked like, uh, it looked like fucking like a. Like a microwave meal. Why do I keep doing them like that? I don't know, man. I mean, shit. Did you also see that um, they struck a contract with some restaurants down there to deliver food, I think, on like a weekly basis? As it turns out, coincidentally enough, all the restaurants are Landry's properties. Oh, God. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, God. Wonder uh, wonder how that happened. You know how it happened. Huh. Oh, Interesting, God. huh? What a coinky dink. We don't have to talk about it. I mean, we don't have to talk about. No, it. we can't. No, let's not talk about no, it. No, we can't. Yeah, no, let's just let's just let's just you know let the the chips fall as they may. The he, Dorito chips fall. I as just they may. I wish that you could just bar people from buying shit. I really wish you could. Can't. And you can't. Can't. You can't. Capitalist. Fuck. Well, um, let's get into the show, shall we? Yeah, let's go. What's your favorite month of the year? <laughs> uh, for me, it's April. Yeah. It's my birth month. My favorite month is September. Yeah. Um, Jada Pinkett's favorite month is August. Did you know that? I let that play out because you hit the wrong button. <laughs> yep, I hit the wrong button. It was supposed to be the rim shot and it ended up being the intro music for our guests. <laughs> but anyway, uh, Will Smith. Here we have August Alcina. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith and Jada Pinkett had their round table, their red table discussion. Yeah. For no particular, like they didn't need to do it. That's, yeah, like they, they could have just um, 
not said shit. They, they don't owe us an explanation. They, like literally, she could have came up and said, "Y'all can eat shit." Yeah, and that could have been the table talk. She could have said, "Mind your business." She'd have been she'd been well within her rights because yeah. that's her marriage, and we don't just know anything about it. But they did anyway. They did it anyway because I don't for whatever reason, and we learned that um, Will and Jada have been formally separated for some time now, and. At some point, Jada Pinkett and August Alsina had an entanglement. Yeah, that's been a, that's become a very popular word. And I'm already sick of it. I mean, I just it's I don't know. It wasn't that like, I. It didn't really make me laugh that much as many other people laugh. But I was yeah, like, I get people people like like it so on your show. That's I, cool. I just when she said the word entanglement, it sounded like something somebody says to avoid. Saying what the truth is. Oh, some fuckboy shit. It is some kind of future shit. It was. Um, but yeah, I mean, or fuck girl shit, or fuck girl shit, whatever. Yeah, some fuck girl whatever shit. the synonym is. Yeah, whatever. But did you feel at any point uncomfortable watching this? Um, I mean, I think I think if you're in a relationship, you feel like comfortable watching the entire thing. Like it's just kind of like it's kind of squirmy. Like it's just like, uh, oh god. <laughs> Yeah, because you don't want to have this conversation in front of people. The, the thing is, like, I'm sure they've already had the conversation. That's not the thing. That's not the part about it. Like, I'm sure it happened four years ago. Right. So I'm sure that these that they're just opening old wounds. Right. At this point, and so, you could sort of tell. You know, the look on yeah. Will's face to me said a lot. Yeah. No, because I I didn't see it at first, but then I was like, yeah, no, nah, I can see it. He's yeah. Definitely not feeling that. Right. At all. I mean, this whole thing is just kind of strange. The timing of it all. Oh, the timing is... With August uh, having an album coming uh, out. Like, it's just, you know, you had four years to mention this. And I guess he had his own demons that he was working through, and he seems like he's in a better place now. So maybe this is part of his therapy. You know, maybe this is like a 12-step thing for him. I don't know, man. But probably not. I don't know. I don't I don't know how you going public with things that, uh, that because I think adults do, is part of you, is part of your um, healing process. Because you... You're all adults and you all make decisions. And I get that you're in a dark place, but then again, so is she. She was separated from her husband and she was in a lot of pain too. So right. it's and it and um I don't know what was done wrong here for anyone to really be penalized. Yeah, to me it felt like it was just grown people doing what grown people do yeah. in a mature manner. Right, like it's like they were separated. They said that mm-hmm. um, he, she had free, she had free reign to go see somebody else. They were separated, mm-hmm. and she did that. The only thing that could possibly be a little weird was, given the mental state that August was in, apparently, allegedly, assumedly, um, when him and Jada started messing around. Yeah, I could see that being an issue because um, maybe he just wasn't really in the right state. Yeah, and we don't know. We don't know what levels that is, though. At yeah, because we all, probably will never know. You know and we'll we're all know. we're all like kind of just being messy right now. Yeah, I mean, the, like we're all cracking, we're all crack our jokes and stuff. But we're in the middle of a pandemic, and there's nothing else to talk we ain't about. Got nothing else to do. So, so when you give us a table talk and talk about your affairs, we're gonna let down to that shit. Yeah, because he was because I remember the, I remember they were trying to steer the narrative because they were worried about Black Twitter. But I'm like, you have to understand, we are holed up. We got nothing to do. We got nothing but time. <laughs> we got nothing but time. We're glued to our phones and our couches. Yeah. So I mean, I, I feel him on the fact that it's not our business because mm-hmm. it's not. 
However, however, when you're in your apartment for four months, every things that were boring also become interesting. Exactly. This if this if this had occurred during regular life, it would have been a day maybe talking about it. To now, me, to me especially, I just I'd have been over it by now. Yeah. Now we're on day what three? Yeah. So it's kind of like, you know. I think it's starting. I think by the time this comes out, it'll be like worn off. But again, we got nothing else to talk about. I mean, we have stuff to talk about because we're we are true journalists. Yeah, I guess we can call ourselves that now. <laughs> like with the bar of what journalism is. Yeah, we can yeah, call it. We are true journalists. We can call ourselves whatever we want, man. Regular old Hugh Downs. Yep. <laughs> regular old Walter Cronkite. A regular old Barbara Walters. Speaking of which. Fucking Barbara Walters, dude. Um, I don't know when this video was taped, but this is on The View. Uh, and it looks like a few years ago. Uh, maybe like late 90s, maybe early 2000s. I mean, Barbara uh, Walters has been on the show for a minute. She's been on television longer than I've been alive. And she's been off The View for a while, though. And she's been so on The View for a while. Well, she's off The View. She's off The View? She's not on The View anymore. It's like Whoopi Goldberg. Whoopi Goldberg is a mediator now. Oh. But that's like... That was like an inception. She was on the show, but she's been off the show for a while. So oh, okay. that, that clip is old. So yeah, this just this goes to show you. Um, this is Corey Feldman talking about um, the dangers of being a child actor in Hollywood. Uh, you can guess where this is going, and uh, you'd be right. Also, Nick Offerman is there, dressed full on as Ron Swanson. And yeah. I feel really bad about this because he probably just came to talk about his show. And he ended up in the middle of a very serious discussion. He's about, in character, like on the couch. He really does look like he has no, he has no interest in this. Um, but just listen to what Corey Feldman says, and then listen to what Barbara Walters has to say in response. I'm saying that there are people that were the people that did this to both me and Corey yeah. that are still working. They're still out there, and they're some of the richest, most powerful people in this business. And they are, and they do not want the- me saying what I'm saying right now. Are you saying that they're pedophiles? Yes. And that yes. they're still in this business? Yes. That's what, yeah, and that's what you were saying wow. in your book. When you that's talk you to, yeah. when you talk to parents, they here right now. Trust Corey, me, they there, dead. there are a lot of parents out here yeah. who want to put their kids in this, in this business. They, their kids are cute. They're great actors. Da, da, da. What would you say to a parent who just has the best of intentions who's coming here with their child? Uh-huh. If um, you're saying that there's a lot of predators in this industry. It's a many feathered bird. Okay? Be careful what you wish for. That's what I'll tell you. You know, don't go into it with naivety. Don't go into it thinking that it's all roses and You're sunglasses and an entire industry. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not up. trying to. I'm just trying to say that it's a very important, serious topic. You said that there was one gentleman in the industry who did not take advantage of you. He was not a pedophile. That's you said right. it was Michael Jackson. Of all people. I well, there you, there you go. Um, Many for the bird. Many feathered bird. With all the talk about, you know, pedophilia being uh, rampant in high society, high society, um, this was kind of a shock to see that. Not a shock. Um, it was. It was interesting to see that this guy had been saying this stuff for years. At that point, yeah, like he had written a book and he had done countless interviews where he was talking about him and I think the other Corey he was talking about was Corey Haim. Corey Haim, Corey Haim, whatever. Um, talking about his their experiences like that and nobody was really paying them any attention and they kind of got 
not kind of, but they were blacklisted and ostracized and pushed to the outskirts. Yeah, I think at the time also, like they really highlighted um, Corey Feldman's drug issues. Right. And it was easier to, so it made it easier to write them off. Right. Then so, but they no one ever thought about like what caused him to have to go on drugs. Like what was he medicating? Right. No one ever thought about that part of it. It was just like, oh, this guy's on drugs, and he and it was probably just he's rambling, and it was just easy to write him off in that in essence. Yeah, um, it's pretty damning. Like, you know, Barbara, her response seemingly is is saying that she's more worried about the industry itself, the industry. Fuck the industry, man. Rather than people. Like, um, and people being exposed and like, people being ousted. Like you're ruining an industry. How about the child fuckers ruining the industry? Like I think that's probably more damaging than him talking about it. I'd say you're right, Ed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'd say you're correct. Um, I, I wonder if, like, you know, what his plans are now, Corey Feldman. Like, what is he going to do? Because he's still around and he still has a voice. And... I wonder if he's going to be leading any credence to these accusations that are hopefully going to be coming out soon due to Gaglain? 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 Gaglain. Yeah, Lady Monster. Yeah. Um, you know, with, with her, you know, bringing a lot of this shit to light, I wonder if he's going to be, you know, corroborating any of these stories. You know, I wonder what he knows. I wonder if anybody is willing to listen to him at this point anymore because of... I feel like he's have to now. Like, I mean, if he said it to you before and you wrote him off before and then you see evidence that says that he, hey, he was right about this, you have to open, you have to at least sit him down and say, okay, what do you know? Yeah. I hope so. Common sense-wise, I would think that you would do that but that shit isn't that common it's 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 strange to me that he was such a star back in the day and he seemingly has no place in hollywood now yeah and you can't call it you can't blame it on drugs so look at robert downer jr right you know what i'm saying it's like you can't say oh it's because he, he drugged himself out of the business because there are a lot of people that have those same problems and end up finding a way back around right and he just never did for some reason yeah it's a shame. Probably because what he was talking about. It, I think that's the main reason as to what he was talking about. Um, hey, speaking of people that uh, say dumb things on the internet, Steven Jackson, Deshaun Jackson, saying stupid shit on the internet. Some real stupid shit. We got to call him out for it. Yeah, no, we have to. And we should. Like, it's not, um, it's not something that I take. Um, pleasure in doing but i mean you gotta call it what it is you can't i can't i can't give him a pass for that if i'm gonna roast everyone else for doing the same shit this is dumb shit you know what i mean yeah um so we should we should just give a little quick recap about what happened um deshaun just deshaun deshaun jackson um he went and I guess he posted on Twitter, yeah, some anti-Semitic right quote quote from yeah from Hitler. Which let me stop it there. I don't know why anyone quotes Hitler on social media. Like I don't even care if Hitler was saying, you know what, I like pancakes. If you if you quote that and it says Hitler, don't repeat it. It's not gonna go well. Like, yeah, it could be the most innocuous thing. You yeah, can say, hey, you know what? Uh, uh, 
you know, soup is yummy. Yeah. Adolf Hitler. No. No, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Find someone that says soup is yummy. I'm sure he said that at some point, but we really don't need to have that, you know. Yeah. Like like a little, take a little more off my mustache. Adolf Hitler. Yeah. (laughs) Don't quote it. Just leave it alone. Just leave it alone. Um, So he rightfully got. (laughs) My shoulder is sore. (laughs) Steven Jackson rightfully got dragged for that. And then Steven Jackson, no relation, um, former NBA star, uh, sort of came out and co-signed what Deshaun Jackson was saying, or at the at least the post that yeah. Uh, Deshaun yeah posted. And um, bad look. It's terrible look because Steven Jackson's been on the forefront of the George Floyd stuff, yeah. you know, and you're talking about the persecution of black americans from the police right um i feel like when you're talking about persecution you have to understand that persecution is not solely happened to black people yeah other people there was a holocaust right that people to this day still deny right so i don't i just can't understand why you can be well, you can be with against it on this end, but then not not about on this end. Right. That, doesn't, that doesn't track. Yeah, it's. Um, yeah, I think a lot of times people are blinded by their passion. Yeah, and they they are willing to put blinders on to ignore other people's struggles to focus on their passion and. On one hand, that's admirable because you are so dedicated and focused on this one thing, but you are also missing the information that is trying to hit you from all other sides. And you miss the equivalency and you miss the relation and you miss the pain that other people feel. And so when you miss all of that, you miss an opportunity to gain strength in allies Mm -hmm. saying i see your suffering i see your pain do you see mine how can we help each other to elevate past what we're going through and that like you said him being stephen jackson being um you know a fixture in the black lives let matter movement now him you know saying the things that he said really co-signing or co-signing it really discredits what he's been doing for the past few months. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And it's, um, it's, I think they're, I think they were, um, talking about Louis Farrakhan too. Mm -hmm. And Louis Farrakhan is very, um, he says things that are very pro black. He's a, he's a super polarizing figure, but he's also anti-Semitic. Yes. And it's like, he's both of those things. Yes. So you can't just tell people to blindly listen to him and say like everything he says is right. Like no, some of the stuff you can agree with, some stuff you can't, and that's okay to agree with part of it, but not all of it. I just think that people need to understand that even though the groups are different, the tools of persecution are the same. Mm-hmm. So if it happens to someone else, it can also happen to you. And basically, until all of us are free, none of us are free. Yep. Uh, we should point out that both Deshaun and Steven apologized yeah. and admitted that they're going to better educate themselves on the yeah. matter. Um, so, I mean, progress, 
but also we're talking about the Holocaust here. I mean, it's not fucking, you know, hidden history. Yeah, just don't call Hitler, man. Like, what? <laughs> how, how How do we not know not to do that? I don't know. You man. can't quote Hitler. Just don't do it. Yeah. You can, you, I mean, there's not too many people that you know, like hard and fast rules. The shit that they said probably won't go over well. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think Hitler is one. Um, Darth Vader is, is another. And Coulter. And Coulter, yeah, sure. Leave shit alone. Uh, Megatron is probably Megatron, not a good, yeah, very problematic, not a good person to. Um, um, who, uh, who was the guy that owns all the water for Nestle? Uh, that guy. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, he wants to. He he's own, he owns water. Yeah, he owns water. Uh, Wario, not a good person to listen to. Yeah. Um, usually just very petty. And uh, and and just trying to subvert anything Mario does. And the delivery is not that great. It's just like, yeah, Mario. Yeah, it's not great. Um, so yeah, just just have a running list <laughs> next people to you not to quote. of people not to quote. Not to quote. And next time you feel a little froggy, just check that list first. Yeah, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Hey, so uh, let's talk about drugs. <laughs> not cool. not the, not the drugs that uh are recreational but the drugs that are wildly expensive and cause people to lose their lives uh so i saw this meme floating around the internet of this dude who apparently passed away because he couldn't afford insulin yeah um the meme was not very well made it looked kind of crunchy uh if you know what i'm talking about it looked, like some word art in there yeah it was like, like it was yeah, it looked like it was made in, in Microsoft Word. Yeah. And it just wasn't very, you know, when you see memes like that, yeah. You you immediately have to assume. <laughs> like, I don't know about that one. Yeah, somebody made it for, you know, to promote their own agenda or whatever. Yeah. So I looked it up. I Googled the guy's name and I Googled a couple of keywords because I'm really good at the Google. <laughs> and as it turns out, this shit actually is true. This shit actually happened. Um, the dude's name was Alex Smith. He was 26 years old. Not and the quarterback. Not the quarterback, Alex Smith. Um, but he worked as a, ran, a manager at a restaurant. He made $35,000 a year, which is dog shit for a restaurant manager. If anybody's ever worked in a restaurant, you should know that for the shit you got to deal with. 35000 k ain't shit. It's really not. We're talking like 50-hour weeks in some, in some cases. It was rude. Um, he couldn't afford his $450 a month health insurance with a $7,600 out-of-pocket deductible. The insulin he needed for diabetes was $1,300 a month. And when he turned 26, he was kicked off of his parents' insurance. Um, so he's had to start rationing his, uh, his insulin mm. so that he can make it last. Um, he didn't last very long. He died a month later. So, Ed, I'll ask you, as a health professional... Given that we are now in the midst of another global pan, another a global pandemic, the first one I've ever seen in my entire life. Um, what are the like? What is the likelihood you would think of seeing this type of um, this type of thing happening with um, any sort of like coronavirus vaccine or anything? Um, with a vaccine, I'm not sure. I don't know because we don't know how much it's going to cost yet. That's the thing. We don't know how much the, we there's no there's no price tag on a vaccine, so we can't call that. Um, I feel like with the way 
that the government currently is, you know, governing how drug companies price things, I would say you can expect to be pretty fucking high. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know about the I don't know about the the vaccine per se, but I can tell you with things like insulin, yeah, that's that happens a lot. I got like you can go on GoFundMe now. You'll see you'll find people trying to go fund me. Um, Why is it so expensive? Because and, and the thing is, insulin is one of the is, a, is an old drug. But the thing what they do is that they keep tweaking it mm-hmm. so they can repatent it, so it can't go generic. Ah, so it's like uh, like allergy medicine, like yeah. when, like when Claritin hit the uh, the over the counter shelf. Kind of. Kind of, it's. I mean, because that 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 went over the counter at some point. Yeah, yeah. So they just let the patent run out. Yeah, at some point, yeah, the patent runs out, and then it goes over the counter. But gotcha. but with this stuff, they tweak it so that they change it. So it's not the same as like you got that they discovered back in like way way back in the day. But they tweak it so they can send the patent on it, and the price of it just keeps going up. Yeah. So it's really fucking shady. Um, it's pretty dirty, and it's people and people. It's not the first. It's not the first case I've heard where someone died because they can't. They couldn't afford insulin, yeah. and I think it won't be the last, especially with the economy. With the economy being how it is now, it's gonna have a lot more. My father's a diabetic. My grandfather was a diabetic. Um, trying everything in my power to not become a diabetic. Um, people with diagnosed diabetes is a stat that I'm reading right now. Uh, have a ma- average medical expenditure of sixteen thousand dollars seven hundred sixteen hundred and seven hundred fifty two thousand dollars a year. Yeah. Um, which about 9,600 of it is attributed to diabetes. Um, they also have medical expenditures approximately 2.3 times higher than what expenditures would be in the absence of diabetes. So if they weren't diabetic. That, that's why, that, that's why um, when they were doing that campaign over people, kids eating right in school, mm-hmm. because they're trying to ward off childhood diabetes. Because mm-hmm. we have as a child... You can't get rid of it. Like it's not just that. It's just that. Like it's kind of like I don't know what to, to attribute to. Think about um, having a car and never getting an oil change. Oh yeah. Think about like how much is damage in your car where you don't get oil change. Right. It's kind of like how that's cool. like because that means like sugar in your blood. You're more prone to infection and like other parts of your body start breaking down. Right. So it's just like when you get it at thirty, you know, then it's then that's that's when the clock starts and it's breaking you down. Slowly, right, as you're managing it, right. So that's why they don't. You probably won't live as long if you have diabetes. But if you get like at, at like I don't know, ten, yeah. Think about that. Think about what's doing into your life. Yeah, yeah. So your that's, quality of life goes down the older that you it get. Goes, it. it gets to shit. It expended uh, exponentially more. Yeah, that and you're paying also paying more money to treat that. Right. People with diabetes who do not have health insurance have sixty percent fewer physician office visits. Uh. Are pres- oh, wait, hold on a second. Let me read this again. People with diabetes who do not have health insurance have 60% fewer physician office visits and are prescribed 52% fewer medications than people with, with insurance coverage. Yeah. But they also have 168% more emergency department visits than people who have insurance. Yeah. What? Because you can't manage your like we don't we, you don't get the medication you don't get the proper visit you you're not managing your disease as well. I don't like why. So <laughs> this is this is why I refuse to grow up. This is this shit right here is is the reason why I refuse to become a full time adult because why? this d- just does not make sense to me. 
Like my brain can't compute why it's so difficult for people who are sick to get help. I'll never understand it. You can talk. You can talk to me all about like, oh, the insurance companies. Oh, it's capitalist yeah. society. You can talk yeah, about. Yeah. You can talk about. You can. You can break that down to the most layman terms. Mm-hmm. But in my brain, in my human, like, just crawled out of the sea. I am. I am one generation removed from becoming like a, a, a an ape. I cannot understand why a human being values money and procedure over another human being's quality of life. I don't, I cannot understand that. Do you assume people are decent? I assume people are just people. Yeah. Like, is it, de- is it even decency to want to see other people, like, live? Is that decent or is that just, like, human? You, like, I, I figure, I, I, I figure, I figure decency is, um, you know, if you, if you see somebody on the side of the road and they need help changing their tire, like, then you help them change their tire. Like, that's decent. Like, that's a decent thing. Like, you would want somebody to do that for you, so you do that for you. If I see somebody walking down the street, and they're just existing, and I just kind of notice that they exist, like, that's just human. But if I see somebody struggling to exist, I have to take account of that. And I I at least want to ask them what's wrong. Is there anything I can do to help yeah. Because they just they're just existing. They're not in tr- they're not like in trouble. They're just having trouble existing. They're right. not having trouble getting to work. They're not having trouble with their you know, their kid or anything like that. They just want to stand upright and eat, breathe air and drink water. Yeah. I don't get it, man. I mean, we worship money, man. That's what <sighs> that is. And it's like if you can't pay for it, you can't get it. And it's always funny whenever I hear people say that healthcare is a basic human right, but we don't treat it that way here. At all. At all. And I just don't, I just don't get it. I, I, I probably will never understand it. And this is why I can't, you know, formally announce my uh, running for mayor of the city because I would just, I would run on pure emotion and not anything other than that. I'd just be like, everybody in the city, when I'm your mayor, Everybody gets a puppy and a nap. Nap time is required by law. That'd be cool. I'd be for that. It's not a bad platform. Uh, I I understand why it happens. It's just shit. It is just shit. It's shit. Like I I, I know why it happens. Like, I understand all the the breakdowns and the um, backbones of it. It's just it's the backbones of shit. <laughs> shit. Yeah, it's shit. It is shit. Um. So. <sighs> Fuck. I don't even know how to transition out of this. I mean, there are, like I said, there are, been other, there are other stories yeah. like that one yeah, where people just can't afford their medication or they can't afford a procedure and they go on GoFundMe. And like, I think I remember seeing a, a story where this guy was like $50 short on a GoFundMe Ugh. and he had like died like two weeks later because he was about 50 bucks because he couldn't afford insulin. And this happens all the time. Oh, and the thing God. is like these companies know that it happens, but the price of insulin still keeps going up. So... I mean, just chew on that for a second. Let's uh, <laughs> let's continue this train to the Darkville train right into Dark City, and we'll talk about a guy almost getting killed. Yeah, in the woods. <sighs> 
This is a fun episode, isn't it? I mean, this we're is. Just, I mean, it started off hot, man. We're it started off really shining rainbows. Like we're just skipping through the. How did we get here? Like we started off our first episode. We talked about like uh, condiments. And, we did talk about condiments and yeah. cheesecake. Because we're outside. We're going outside and everything was fun. We're all we're all cool. Like we can go to like bars. We can go like get a burger somewhere. You can probably just go and lay out in the park only if you're between the months of I don't know, October and December. Yeah. But now we can't do any of that. Now we're just inside. Mm-hmm. Trying not to, I don't know. Like I'm never like I'm never gonna murder myself because I just know I just I'm a completionist. I just want to see how it ends. I just want to I want I don't want to hit the power button off. Yeah. So I'm just I just gotta see how it ends. Like what if that's how it ends though? Like what if that's how it's supposed to end? Then that's how it ends. Oh, okay. I mean I mean I mean I'm not I can't do it to myself. I just have to see like oh so that's how I go. Oh, like, okay. I've, I've had moments like that. It's like this is it. <laughs> like you're, you're like I don't know. I guess like would when, you want to know? Like would you like if somebody came no, to you right now and was like I could tell you no, when and how? No, I wouldn't want to know. You wouldn't want to know? No, I wouldn't want to know. Man. I would want to know. I don't want because. That would, that would affect how you do everything. Yeah, exactly. I just want to, like, I always want to like live if, how I live. You no, know man. If I know, like, I'm going in a week, I'm taking all my money and I am going somewhere and I'm dropping off of a cliff somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't, th- I, no, I don't think I want to know. I, I would want to know. I would want to know. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, let's just, all right, let's talk. <clears throat> Dateline. Black man speaks on being attacked, threatened with a noose in Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah. Yeah. In 2020. And I mean, what do you do with that? It's in, we're in 2020. This is the third noose-related incident in the month of July. July? Yeah. Wait, when did this happen? Was this this month or last month? I don't know. I, I remember. I remember. Hear, I heard about it like on Monday this week. I remember hearing hearing it like earlier this week too. But I don't. Yeah, know when I don't know what happened though. But I mean, there's been a lot of nooses. Is that, of, is, that, is, that, is it niece? <laughs> if it's one noose, it's a noose. But if it's multiple nooses, them is niece. <laughs> yeah, according to, according to his <laughs> terminology, that they're niece. It's nieces. They're nieces. Um, anywhere you go, where there's women at, them's the hoes. Yeah. Uh, okay. The FBI is now investigating the reported assault of a black man in Indiana on the Fourth of July. Oh, okay, so that's when it happened. So it was on. The day that this country is supposed to celebrate. This. Go America, <laughs> go America! Oh, I didn't know it happened on the Fourth of July. Go America! You gotta be what? shitting me. That's probably. Oh man, um, are you kidding me? That is the Indiana fought for the North. By the way, that is just the. <laughs> wow, what a shit cake that was, man! Like you just. On the fourth of July, man. The man is oh god. The man is Vox Booker, a community organizer and activist in Bloomington, Indiana. He described the incident in a Facebook post that has since been shared hundreds of thousands of times. Booker wrote that he and some friends were in a state park to watch the lunar eclipse when he says he was attacked by a group of white men and threatened with a noose. And there are videos of part of the encounter. They show Booker on the ground, surrounded by a group of white people, shouting as others behind the camera call out, let him go. I spoke with Vox Booker earlier today and asked him, oh, that's not me. I'm not saying that. That's the Mary Louise Kelly the, from NPR. She spoke with him. Yeah. Um, you saw the video? I watched part of it. I saw the video. 
Yeah, I saw, I saw a subpart of it where like there were a bunch of shirtless men. They're um, always shirtless. They always look very out of shape. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like a stereotypical thing. It was very stereotypical. Like it's something like you can just write in like a movie. Mm-hmm. What was interesting to me was one of them used the word liberal, the L word, as <gasps> with the energy of a slur. <gasps> he didn't say the N word. He didn't say the F word. I don't know, whatever word he would use. He used the L word. The L word. Yeah. And it's not lesbian. No, it's not lesbian. He's talking about liberal. And just, to me, that was very telling because just, now they're now it's not necessarily just a black and white thing. It's a fucking political thing. Ugh. So now if you just don't want to see people get hung, you are liberal. I right. guess. I, f- I feel like you can vote Republican and not want to see someone on a news. Yeah. I feel like that's, that's generally kind yeah, of a thing. I think that you can... Like, you can kind of vote for whoever you want to, but the moment you want to start seeing people hang from trees, that makes you something <laughs> else entirely. It's like, you can be both. Like, are you like are you a Republican or do you want to see people hang? <laughs> and you not want to see people hang? Like, what are you? You can't... You can you can be a Republican and not want to see people hang. Yeah. You can just... Like, I'm pretty sure... Like, I don't know who that guy behind the camera voted for. But I'm pretty sure it's like, this is probably going to be a bummer to my day to see a friend that I was supposed to meet get hung. Yeah. Um, okay. So he says, there's a point when I'm on the ground and I can feel them kicking me and I'm struggling to breathe. Then I hear a woman in the crowd yell out, don't kill him. In that second, I realize she's talking about me. Don't kill me. And I couldn't help but think about all the times before that we had witness videos of black people being killed and yelling out for help that they couldn't breathe. I saw the face of George Floyd in my mind. And so many people have ended their lives this way with having their own executions narrated in front of them. And I didn't want to be a hashtag. And if folks were going to hashtag me, you know, I want to have it be that I'm alive. I'm here to tell this story. I want folks to know that we still have this issue of hate in the nation. The reason why I'm here today is simply because of these folks. They didn't just stop and watch and film my execution. They became involved. They became active participants, putting themselves in danger for someone they didn't know, someone they didn't look like them. And I want this to be the moment that changes how America engages. Let me ask you a question. Hmm. If I die, you going to politicize my death? Politicize it in what way? Like you're going to make me a hashtag? No. Why not? You want to be a hashtag? Politicize my death. No, I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not. I'm not saying. I want you to be in the streets, Ed. No, I yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm. Just, I want all the statues to when come you, down. When you when you say politicize, I just don't, I don't want to be like I'm just making it like uh like an event. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. I think because like you're you're uh-huh. a whole person. I want an event. You want an event? I'm putting it on record right now. Okay. I want a thing. I mean, you know, like well, you want what you want. I'm just saying, like I just I need for my ego to live on while my body is decaying in the streets. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh, your last word should be avenge me. No, my last word is going to be. Uh, what are my last words going to be? Um, Greedo shot first. I don't know. I don't know what my <laughs> last words are going to be. But in all seriousness, though, um, I think that's very interesting what he said. Like he said he didn't want to be a hashtag. Yeah. Um, I have a hard time with this because 
I, for one, understand why people become quote unquote hashtags. Mm-hmm. I understand like what the purpose is. The purpose is to raise awareness. The yeah. purpose is for people to um, be held accountable for justice to be served. The problem is, and we've seen this with Breonna Taylor, is when it starts to become trendy and right. sexy to right. talk about. Like I saw that one fucking girl, I don't know her name, but she's a porn star, and she posted a picture of herself and she's got like her legs spread open. And then like right next to her pussy, it says it's like it's got like the phone number to call uh to like, oh, the, like, like the mayor's one, office. One of those things that the people are doing now. To try yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. Like they're trying to bring the attention to themselves, uh, but also like kind of like just weird virtue signaling. There thing. are lines to that, though. I think that's definitely crossed Super it. Super fucking cross on the line. Because I've seen some that's like, okay, that's cool. Like, I, like I see what you're doing there. Like, it'd be like, see these new shoe shop, and they'd be like, um, like Justin from Brown Taylor, mm-hmm. something like that. Uh, those are I'm cool with, but no, spreading your legs with a nothing, no. It's like there's there there needs to like there is a like you said a line and again like have your list next to you of you know why are you doing this yeah who is this serving like what is like are you bringing additional attention to yourself are you really trying to raise awareness about this particular issue have you even fucking signed the petition who are your friends also it's like you could just leave your vagina out of that shot. That'd be cool. You could just post a selfie and just say, hey, guys, uh, yeah. just signed a petition. Da, 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 da. You're a porn star. We've all seen your vagina by the, the, at this point, right? Like a lot of or people that have following you have. So you can, you can leave that part out of it and just put the number there because they're, they're looking at where you're posting anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you're posting Brandon Taylor's number and you're a porn star that people follow, when you post a number without your vagina, it'll be have the same amount of eyes looking at it. Mm-hmm. So what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know, man. Um, but that's... I. I God damn it. Um, we're getting off. The, I'm getting off topic a little bit because I'm getting upset thinking about that fucking girl. Um, this was a scary video to watch. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was. It was, it was I, only reason I, I could watch it because I knew the ending. Yes. I knew that he lived. That's the only reason I could watch it. Right. If he had died. Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I wouldn't have watched that. it. Yeah. Like, but even still, it was still pretty creepy. Yeah, it was still scary to watch, even though I knew that how it was going to end. Like, it was just like, what is happening? If you're alone now? in the woods and you see a pack of shirtless white men, uh, yeah. I mean, my butthole is clenched right now just even thinking about it. I wouldn't have even stayed. I'd have probably left. But he said he had friends with him, which he is said he, he, was, he was waiting on friends. He's, oh, he's waiting on friends. Yeah, that's what he said. He was but on these friend. people that intervened, they didn't know him. Yeah. You're my friends now. Yeah, now we're, we're tight. <laughs> we Take are super tight. Yeah. I don't care if Corona, you're let coming me, over for dinner. Let me say about my best friend. Yeah. Um, really, actually, like, in all seriousness, very, very awesome of those people to, yeah. to do that. Not only to just stick around, but to document it. But that sh- should be a human thing, too. Like you said, if you see yeah. someone possibly getting lynched, you should probably step in and say, hey, <laughs> don't hang that guy. Yeah. Exactly. Like, that's, again... I don't think that's a decent thing to do. That's just like the hum- that's like the bare minimum yeah. base standard of humanity. Yeah. Maybe that's the same thing. I don't know what the definition of decent is, but I mean maybe that's it. But who knows? Let's try to lighten things up a little bit, huh? Let's let's. We've gone down a deep dark hole and not the lady's vagina that we we're talking about earlier. No, not that hole. Not that hole. Um Let's talk about some uplifting news. We'll talk about Valentina Sampaio. 
the first transgender Sports Illustrated swimsuit model. Now, I know a lot of people might be thinking like, oh, Sports Illustrated, ew, yucky, uh, you know, sexualizing women. Uh, what, is, what, is, what are the other criticisms? Like, why, who even reads Sports Illustrated anymore? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, a lot of people. A lot of people do. It's a big deal. A lot of models have come from the pages of Sports Illustrated to project themselves to being international superstars. Yep. Let's talk. Let's give a few couple of names. Uh, Cindy Crawford. Kate Upton. Kathy Ireland. Um, not big on the model. That's right. I got it. Tyra Banks. <laughs> There's one. Naomi Campbell. Cool. Uh, like you said, Kate Upton. Uh, who else? Yeah, I'm not the big on the covers, dog. I'll be honest with you. Oh, Kathy well, Ireland? I said that. That was the first one I said. Oh, you did? What, are you not listening to me? Kind of. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, Valentia Sampaio, I hope I say, I'm saying her name right. I think you are. Has made history by becoming the first transgender model to appear in the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. Special edition that catapult. Oh, Ashley Graham. Oh, yeah. The, uh, the plus size girl. Yep. She was on the cover. On Friday, the 23-year-old Brazilian beauty was announced as a 2020 rookie for the upcoming issue out July 21st, in case you were wondering. In the images, Sampaio poses in a shimmering gold bando bikini, as well as an asymmetrical white one-piece. Chef's kiss. In a personal essay on SI Swimsuit website, the model thanked the publication for seeing and respecting me as I truly am, and for understanding that more than anything, I am human. Brasilia is a beautiful country, but it also, also hosts the highest number of violent crimes and murders against the trans community in the world, three times that of the U.S. Being trans usually means facing closed doors to people's hearts and minds. I did not know that. Did you know that? Mm-hmm. I know Brazil was wild, but I didn't know that they were that wild. Yeah, no. It's, it's, I, think, I think there's the stability. Cause I, think, I, think, I think even here with the persecution that happens to trans people, and as as bad as it is, it it could be so much worse. Yeah. Then, and I'm not I'm not saying to say that oh, oh, we do everything right. It's like no, it's still shit. But I just feel like in some things in Brazil, like the gloves are off, and they just kind of. True. They really don't hold back, do they? Yeah. We face snickers, insults, fearful reactions, and physical violations just for existing. Again, just fucking being human. Yeah. Our. Options for growing up in a loving and accepting family, having a fruitful experience at school, or finding dignified work are unimaginably limited and challenging. Same here. I recognize that I am one of the fortunate ones, and my intention is to honor that as best I can. Oh, it's also been a big year for Sampaio, who was just last August hired by Victoria's Secret as his first ever openly transgender model. Wow. Interesting phrasing there. Openly transgender model makes me wonder if there was one ever that was i think there was i forget the name but i think that there was one that came out trans later interesting yeah in 2017 she similarly made history as vogue paris's first trans cover star and later fronted vogue brazil and vogue germany as well she also worked in the fashion brands including mark jacobs dior and h&m i say dior like pop smoke now like i can't help it yeah dior <laughs> Um, so yeah, this is pretty cool. Yeah. It's a, I think it's important to see, uh, trans people in, in places like this. So just let you know that they can do something else or they can, they can do things 
Because you have to see it to be it. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's like, or like, well, Laverne Cox on Orange and New Black, or 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 the cast of Pose, mm-hmm. or there's even a trans act- actress now on The Shy this season. Yep. You just gotta. I mean, if you don't see it, if you don't see yourself in those positions, then how can you think that you can aspire to those things? You know what's interesting is that I was watching um, this interview uh, with Keegan Michael Key. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that when he was taking his acting classes, he had an instructor. Um, they were going to do Hamlet. And Keegan came up to his instructor and was like, I want to play, um, I, forget, I forget the fucking character's name. It's been a while since I've seen Hamlet. Um, but he's like, I want to play the fifth lead in, in the play. And his professor was like, why can't you be Hamlet? Why can't you play the lead? And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm the funny guy. Like, I'm, I'm not the one that's going to be the lead. He's like, but you get the same training as all the other people, all the other kids in the class, you're, you're like, you're good looking. You're, you're, you've got great energy. Like, why can't you play the lead? And he was, and Keegan was getting mad as professor for trying to suggest that he was good enough to play yeah. the lead because he had already pigeonholed himself as one of the, you know, secondary or third tier act, uh, characters in the, in the play. Yeah. Dude. Your mind is so fucking power. I mean, I hate to get all like hippie and shit like that. Like your mind is fucking power, but it really is, man. And like when you, like you said, don't see yourself in positions of you know success. You may not think that it's possible, right? But maybe now that there's a kid in Brazil right now who sees Valentina, or just some trans person even here, or just some trans person here, Everywhere. and thinks like, yo, like you see, you see, I see trans person and TV. You see trans person. On Sports Illustrated, like you see, right. like I, these are these are spaces I I can now be a part of as well. Right. You think you may think that it's minuscule or that it's like not yeah. important, but it is important to it somebody. Is. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> this is a fucking heavy episode, man. I'm not that gonna was, lie. I mean that, but that was a light. That was light, but now we got to fucking end it on this bullshit, and I'm just like, I can already feel my blood just start to get hot. Dateline. She called out Equinox on safety and cutting gym instructors' pay. They fired her. Monica Davis worked for Equinox, a high-end gym chain, for three years teaching bar and cardio group fitness uh, in Southern California. On Thursday, after speaking out to BuzzFeed News about her concerns about taking a pay cut and safely returning to teach in the midst of the coronavirus pandemic, Davis was fired. Davis told BuzzFeed News for a story published Wednesday that she didn't feel safe going back to work and that she was upset by Equinox's decision to pay instructors only 75% of their class fees at gym reopen. Uh, Davis also expressed concerns about her health, saying that she is nervous about the fact that gyms are, quote, if nothing else, recycled air and body fluids. Ew. I mean, facts. She's not wrong. <laughs> Davis' concerns were echoed by two other Equinox instructors who declined to be named for the story out of concerns for their continued employment. Smart move. Uh, And by others who teach at Equinox gyms in emails to the company's leadership as well as in Facebook group posts reviewed by BuzzFeed News. On a Thursday call with Stephanie Vittorino, Equinox's West Coast Director of Group Fitness as well as Equinox People Service Representative whose full name Davis said she didn't know Davis was fired. That sentence didn't make sense, but whatever. Um, she, uh, Davis says, I didn't want to resign, but I wanted to say how kind of hurtful some of the actions of the company have made me feel. You know, coming back for less money rubbed me the wrong way and just so soon. 
and a couple of COVID-19 cases found in clubs. And just the whole thing just made me feel weird. And it made me feel weird about the company. I went on the record because I thought it was important to say. She's right. It is important to say. Because these gyms do not give a fuck about you. Let me just make that very clear. I'm going to say that one last time. Let me speak your, food. Speak, speak your facts, Doc. These big box gyms do not give a fuck about you. They don't want you to get in shape. They don't want you to be healthy. They want you to be out of shape. And they want you to be unhealthy so that you keep paying your fucking membership and your personal training dues. That's it. That's the slim skinny of it, okay? You can believe whatever you want to believe. You can you can talk to the managers and you can look at the inspirational quotes on the walls and you can look at the great photos that they post on their social media accounts. It's all cap. It's all cap because they don't care about you and they don't care about their employees, okay? No. They pay their trainer shit. They pay their front desk people shit. Yeah, that's some, like when you told me the pay, the, the pay structure, that's some real like... That's some real pimp shit, man. It's highway robbery. That's some pimp shit. It's like, highway robbery. Like they're pimping y'all out. There is no money in the fitness industry. There's really not. Unless you own multiple gyms, which is really difficult to get to, there's not money in it. Yeah. I don't care what the people, the trainers that you see online, these coaches that you see online, the ones that look like they have a ton of money to go. It's all rented shit. Glenn, I get an ultimate tag. <laughs> <laughs> it's, all, it's all rented. The cars are rented. The houses aren't theirs. The the clothes are borrowed or are sent in from other companies. Like fucking uh uh what is what is uh what's the one fucking uh, uh Fashion Nova, a Fashion Nova. Yeah, they're all 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 <laughs> the companies Nova. like that. Like they all send them shit to to help with the influence buyer market shit like that. Like it's all again, it's all cap. It's all cap. So this does not surprise me at all. That's awful, though. That, it is awful. You know, she just, was, she wasn't even trying to resign. She was just saying, like, hey, you know what? This is really safe. The only thing that she said was, I don't feel safe coming back to a, cl- a, a place with cir- uh, circulated air. Yeah. Like an airplane right. where people are sweating. They're spitting. They're breathing heavily. They're breathing heavily. And a lot of times they don't clean up after themselves. Yeah, they're pretty. A lot of people, yo, like the gym, bro. Like I don't like. I see people go into the gym shower with no shoes. I don't know how you. I don't know how they do that. It's absolutely disgusting. Oh my god! Like I just every time I see, like my skin crawls. Absolutely disgusting. And on top of that, she gets a pay cut. Yeah, and that's that's the biggest fuck you to have me come to this with a pay cut, fam. Like, what are you talking? What are we? You already don't pay me enough, right? So now I have to take even less. Yeah, that's and that's everywhere. That's a that's that's a weird thing about. Um, this pandemic shit and how people are getting treated is like these companies want to try and sell that lie that you're not their most valuable asset. Yeah. They feel like they can just like pay you less money and that's okay. That's just not okay. They need you. Yep. They need you. And they don't want to tell you that, but they do. Yep. They do. And the worst aspect of all of this is that it's hidden under the guise of wellness yeah it's that is that is that is some that is some like i hate it that's some dirty shit it is dirty and i hate it and i I absolutely hate it i hate i hate the online fitness community i hate the big box gym (laughs) fitness community i hate it all and i honestly wish that i was good at something else what's (laughs) about the online fitness community again it's it's just all like 
uh, it's all surface level bullshit. I mean, I get, but I think one part of it that tracks to me is that fitness people, even when people go into fitness, people don't really go into fitness to actually be healthy. No, like, and that's not just for trainers for people that are actually going to the gym. It's like they just want to be a size smaller, right? Um, I think that I feel like health sometimes is, is like an after, afterthought, right? For people, it's, it is. is that, that's why people do things. It, like CrossFit, I'm like that's not healthy. It's sometimes. not healthy. Yeah, it's not healthy. Like you look great, but you're you're. But I had a friend that did CrossFit, and he tore. I think he tore his Achilles. Yeah. And I was just like, why do you have the same injury Kobe Bryant has? You don't like you work in an office cubicle. Like you shouldn't. You and Kobe shouldn't have the same injury. It doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. You beat up your body for for what likes. I'm for, saying for it's double like, taps. Yeah. Like, Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So the people who are, you would say, who are at the top of the online influencer in the fitness industry are in no way, shape, or form qualified to be there. That's like mostly ass shots, right? It's mostly ass shots, and it's mostly... It's like the... Like the, like the yeah. Like see them do the squats. Yeah, that's it. They're, that's That's... You got that. I mean, I guess then, I mean, that's part of it. I mean, it, I, no, I, it's part. It's a big part. It's of a it. part of it, but I think sometimes it's like. But then you have. But then you also have. That's like the female side of it. But then you have yeah. the guy side of it, where it's like you know guys like Christian Guzman, <laughs> who uh, you know, they they portray this lifestyle that they, you know, they're, they're like you know up and at them Twitter. Like they're like oh five o'clock rise and grind like chase your dreams, chase your goals. Da 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 da. They make it sound like this is all attainable stuff when their their entire life is bullshit dude like yeah like i said yeah the guy owns a gym like he did really like he did really well for himself like he was able to market this place but like he didn't, he didn't build that himself like he got fucking help yeah but he won't tell you a lot of people won't tell you and that's the thing a lot of people won't tell you that where they start any business it's like they'll just say i did i did it all myself and that people get loans yeah the people get loans from me. Like Jeff Bezos got a $245,000 loan to start Amazon. You'll so never it wouldn't fail. Like his parents gave him that. Whose parents can do that? Yeah. Yeah. You'll never hear that story. But yeah, like just, just fucking. Everyone's like, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You can do this. It's just, it's, that's an, uh, Meanwhile, your bootstraps are made of solid silk. I don't have bootstraps or boots. I barely have feet. <laughs> that's a great quote. That's, that's one of my favorites of yours. Uh, but yeah, fuck Equinox. Fuck. Uh, Christian Guzman, <laughs> fuck <laughs> all of them, fuck everybody. Oh, every time I would see like the likes on like fitness models, I'm like, I don't know if that's what that's for. Like, you'll see them do the squats and they'll have like a thousand likes. I'm just like, do we? Are they all doing squats? Yeah, like, no. they're probably not. Probably not. <laughs> they're probably not. No. Let's end on a high note. Let's talk about Maya Moore. Because apparently, not a lot of people were talking about Maya Moore. Not enough, man. Because this is a fucking story. Yeah. This is a story of stories. It's amazing. So sit down and strap in, folks. Dateline. No dateline. Maya Moore is amazing. Like, that's, just the that's it. That's the dateline. That's <laughs> One of the greatest basketball players in basketball. Yeah. I'll, I'll like, go with that. Like, she's, she's one of the best to do it. Yeah. Not even like men or women qualifiers. Like, period. Full stop. Um, she had a friend who was wrongly convicted of a crime. In uh, Jefferson City Correctional Center, which is in, I want to say, North, was it North Carolina? I'm not sure. I'm not sure where. It was a jail. 
It was jail. It, it was, was prison. prison. It was prison. It was a prison somewhere. Like. Dude was in there and he wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah. And so what did she do? She said, I'm taking a year off from playing basketball from my main source of income. She went Moses. She went um, Moses. Let my people go. We, we, and we shouldn't make light that she plays for the WNBA, which does not get the same kind of checks as the NBA. Yeah, but she's still, even still, it's Maya Moore. Right. Like, it's not like she's just somebody. Right, no. It's not It's not just nobody. But what I'm saying is that, like, she took a, a year pay cut, essentially. Yeah. And she wasn't making a ton of money. No. So this is how much this meant to her to do this. So with that year that she took off from playing in the league, she dedicated her life, no exaggeration, to making sure that this guy, Jonathan Irons, was free from the crime that he was convicted of yeah. committing. It was like burglary. And I think it was like a burglary and a robbery. Yeah, burglary and assault with a deadly weapon. Yeah. Uh, he was sentenced to 50 years in 1998, and he was 16 when the crime occurred. Take a guess what he looks like. A grown-ass man. A grown-ass black man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Irons... Now 39. Well, he was 39. I'm reading a story from a year ago. Um, he was wrongly convicted. And Moore said, um, every time that I come here, she's talking about the prison, she thinks about the hypocrisy. Um, because the road that she drives down is... Uh, it's called No More Victims Road. Wow. To get to the prison. Wow. Um, so recently, the guy was freed. Like this week? I think it was, I think it was this week. It was, yeah, I think it was this week. And she decided she wasn't done. Man. She's not done yet. Um said that she's going she's gonna, to um, focus on another prisoner's case. This might be her new thing. So she found her voice now. It's, it feels like she found what she's really, truly good at. Like, she was great at basketball. She was amazing at basketball. She's I mean, amazing she, at basketball. She, she won two championships at uh, UConn. Yep. Like she won four WMA titles with the Lynx. Mm-hmm. She had, like, three MVPs, yep. two gold medals. Yep. Like, she's one of the best to ever pick up the ball yeah. and dribble it. And it seems like she's even better at being a humanitarian. Yeah. If that's imaginable. Um, not a lot of places picked up this story. I actually heard about this story on Twitter. Yeah. I didn't see it on ESPN. Oh, no, I saw it on ESPN, though. Did you? It was on ESPN. Okay. It was. It was on, oh, I don't think it was on, on enough, though. Because imagine if LeBron James, would you say, right? I'm taking a season off. I get this guy out of jail. Right. Or or Deshaun Watson or Patrick Mahomes were to say, like, you know what? Steph Curry. Yeah, or Steph Curry were to say, like, you know what? I got to walk away. Because cause that's, that's, that's her level in the WNBA. She's that good. Mm-hmm. And she just walked away from the game to go help some, help some poor person in prison. Yeah, man. I mean, it's pretty remarkable, dude. And you couldn't really ask for a better person to represent not just the WNBA, but black women. I mean, and what they're willing to do 
she's kind of part of the course at this point. It's like just saving everybody. Right. Um, for the record, her salary and her last like recorded salary in 2012, $45,000. Why do we keep doing them like this, man? For one of the best players ever. Was making forty five fucking thousand dollars, but anyway, but anywho, <laughs> um, I don't really have anything else to say, do you? I've I think I have education. Do you? Yeah, I think I do. Freestyle it right now. Do it over the. Do it over the beat. All right, over the beat. Um. I keep seeing videos of people saying about, you know, with this money that you should, with the money you're getting now, you should be able to reassess yourself or re or, or redirect yourself during this pandemic. I want to tell you people to please, please shut the fuck up because <laughs> there's a pandemic. People are dying. It's not about everyone. Uh. Not everyone's not going to use this to be like, oh, I, I could rework my life. People are losing their Reworked loved ones. Your life. People are losing their loved ones right now. Loved ones. Uh, yeah, I'm doing the ad-libs. Go ahead. Keep going. And so it's like, well, people are trying to do this shit and say like, oh, well, if you're you like the question your grind because you're sad or you or you're not okay during this pandemic, I need uh-uh. you to please shut your mouth. Shut like, your I can't mouth. Take it. Can't take it. It's too much. Too much. So that's why that's all I gotta say about that. I mean, your flow was a little off. But yeah, you didn't really ride that beat too well. But the Sorry. message was. But have you seen that shit though? Like people oh, saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fucking, it's, it's infuriating. The the amount of pocket watching that's been going on this entire like, year what is What are you just, talking about? Like, it's. What are you talking about? Like, the people are dying right now, man. Like, what, what are you. People are dying. People just want to feed their families. Yeah, like people can't even go to work telling them, you need to go invest in yourself. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I'm fully, I'm fully in favor for another uh, stimulus check to come through. Yeah, so then people can say, like, people are going to tell you, well, you should invest that. Like, I'm trying to feed my kids, bitch. Yeah, what are you right. talking about investing? Invest, invest in, in what? what? I'll invest in some fucking bread and peanut butter. Fucking ass. Get the fuck out of here. Get out of my face with this investment talk. Like, we're trying to live. Trying to live. Just that. Just trying to live, baby. That's, that's hard enough as it uh, is. Yeah. We're trying to live. Trying to feed my kids. Trying to stay up in the crib. You know what it is? Come on now. That wasn't bad. That wasn't bad. Uh yeah, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter at State Your Take. Check out our playlist on Spotify, the State Your Take list with Ed and Aaron. Uh, I think this beat's about to run out, so we gotta finish it up. You got anything else you wanna add? That's it. I'm good, man. Alright, I'll see you guys. We'll see you guys next Monday. Gator Productions.